So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Men Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And uh, hey, uh, really quick, we're, we're going to continue uh, kind of a, I guess, a two-parter on momentum. And I would highly recommend you listen to yesterday's episode if you haven't already. It's going to give you a nice context for what we're going to dive into today. Although you don't need it, you, you'll still understand what we're talking about. I just think you'll understand a little bit better. Uh, but before I jump into that, I have a Facebook group, and this is a group of men from around the world pursuing freedom. It's a group of men who are encouraging each other, who are being vulnerable and accountable to one another, and it is a place where I am doing weekly live trainings. So if you've ever wanted to ask me a question, if you've ever had a specific situation that you need some extra guidance on, uh, you can get those directly from me, okay? These are not pre-recorded teachings. It's not some bot. It's not like somebody on my team who runs them. I run them. I do live trains in my Facebook group every single week, and I answer questions at the end, and I'd love for you to get a chance to capitalize on them. So the Facebook group is called Deep Clean Inner Circle. Link is in the show notes. Uh, there's probably about 600 people in there right now, uh, maybe more than that. Maybe it's closer to 700 now. Uh, we're growing pretty quickly, and uh, I would love for you to be a part of it, okay? So it's called Deep Clean Inner Circle, and I hope to see you in there. Okay, uh, today we're talking about a concept called residual habits. Man, this is, I'm telling you guys, like one day I'm probably going to write a, a productivity book or something about you know, habits and really like just crushing your day-to-day behavioral behaviors and routines, I guess. I don't know. Still working on the concept. But uh, I guarantee you one of the probably most groundbreaking principles or concepts that I will teach when I start doing more productivity stuff is this concept called residual habits. And I I am so fascinated by the way this this thing has played out in my own life and observing it playing out in the lives of our clients as well. And so that's why I wanted to talk about it a little bit today. You guys know that's my heart. If I see something that's impacting our clients, or if it's impacting me, then I'm I'm trying to, as quickly as possible, get it out to you guys, because I know that it could be beneficial and useful for you as well. So let me just define a residual habit and then talk about some ways to guard against them. And the context of this is momentum. So if you listen to yesterday's episode, hopefully you understand how important momentum is. I mean, it just, it cannot be overstated, guys. Like, you must protect your momentum at all costs. Like, it is the most valuable thing you have in your recovery because in many ways it is. Residual habits destroy our momentum. And I'm going to talk about residual habits in a way that you're probably not expecting. Now, you might hear that and be like, oh, yeah, residual habits, like habits that are left over from when I was addicted to porn, and now I have to make sure that like I'm not doing those things. Yeah, kind of, but it's a lot more than that. So let me give you a a completely different example. When I was in recovery, uh, one of my greatest discoveries was journaling. Journaling radically revolutionized the entire recovery process for me. I swear by it still to this day uh, for that exact reason. 
And so I would say that from, you know, probably the last couple of years until I had my final relapse, and then probably for another good year or two afterwards, I journaled very regularly. You know, we're talking anywhere from four to seven times a week, depending on the week. So I had this habit, right? I had this habit of journaling. I encountered difficulty. I'd get into my journal and I would start processing it. I'd start working through it. I'd start, you know, dialoguing with God about it, trying to get some insights. And that was my process. That was pretty much everything that I did and everything that I went through when I was, you know, encountering any kind of challenge or difficulty. So that's me. And, you know, I'm journaling and here we go. And, you know, then I started deep clean and I was telling everybody to journal. This was like beginning of 2019. So I'm telling everyone to journal and I'm talking about how, you know, I journal every day, guys. Like I've been clean a couple of years. I still journal every single day and really driving the whole thing home, right? So I'm I'm kind of like, I don't know, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm explaining it. I'm teaching it. And I'm feeling like I, I can't journal less than five times a week because I have to be a role model and I have to set an example. And it's a great example of like really good intent, right? Like the heart's in the right place and there's nothing wrong with journaling on a regular basis. But I reached a point probably about a year into that, like around the end of 2019, where I thought, man, journaling is great, but I feel like there's something more for me in this season because I would journal, you know, beginning of the day, I had kind of incorporated it into my God time and I was missing getting more into the Bible. You know, there were seasons in my life where I really studied the Bible. Uh, I was missing times of worship and prayer, uh, but I had this habit of journaling and I really, what I had was a residual habit from when I was in recovery. And I eventually I realized I'm not in recovery anymore. So my habits might change a little bit. But see, it carried over long enough that what it actually did in the process was it actually began to hinder my spiritual growth because I wasn't getting into the Bible as much. And, you know, there's seasons where maybe you focus on one thing more than the other. But um, it was becoming very apparent that even though it would have been very noble of me to continue journaling five times a week just to, you know, be that role model and uphold that example— the reality is I was in a different season than my clients and it was okay for me to change things a little bit. So that's what I mean by a residual habit. It's it's There's a certain season that causes you to do something regularly. It serves an incredible purpose. And then the seasons change, but the habits remain. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes you actually want the habit to continue because that's going to be a good thing for you and it's actually going to help you. And, and it you know even though the seasons change, the habit still has a purpose, still plays a role. But there's also going to be times where actually you need to kick that thing because it's holding you back. And so what I want to invite you guys today to do is to reflect a little bit and ask yourself, are there any habits, are there any rhythms or routines that I'm holding on to just because they become normal in my life, not because they're actually still serving a meaningful purpose? And I would say that this is probably something you want to do on a quarterly basis. You don't want to do it too often because if you do it too often, you'll never actually gather any momentum in the first place. So we don't want to, we don't want to go overboard with this, but I would say probably three to four times a year, you should be looking back and just saying, okay, my, my morning routine, uh, my diet, my fitness goals, uh, you know, maybe you have some recovery habits. How is everything working and do I need to make some adjustments 
Do I need to discontinue anything? And do I maybe need to start anything new for the first time to honor the season that I'm in? You know, this was um, something that I got feedback a lot on in the book, The Last Relapse, was my commentary on recognizing your seasons and allocating your time, energy, and resources accordingly. And this is true in recovery as well. You need to know the season of recovery you're in so that you're engaging with the right solutions. You know, if you've been, you know, mostly clean for the last two years, maybe you're relapsing every few months. Well, the things that are required of you in this season are different than if you've been relapsing every day and you're just trying to hit your first week clean. So you have to know your season. And then what we want to do is when the seasons change or when we can identify that we're in a seasonal change, we want to ask ourselves, which habits am I going to bring through, uh, carry over with me? And which do I maybe need to adjust or stop altogether? So, you know, it's February. It's a bit of a random time of the month to do this, but or time of the year rather. But the reality is you, maybe you haven't done this at all ever. Uh, maybe some habits fell to the wayside that shouldn't have. Um, maybe there's some habits that are lingering that need to uh, be eliminated. Take inventory. What are what are the things that you're doing regularly? What are your systems and your routines and your habits? And what do you need to do with them? Are they are they serving your purposes in this season? Um, because if they're not serving your purposes, but you're just emotionally attached to them, you want to be the bigger man and probably do away with them. And you'll know if it's a mistake because a month or two you'll into it, you'll realize that something's missing or something won't quite click. You can always bring it back. So just remember that you're not you're never going to lose it forever. Uh, you can always bring it back, but it's um, it's just going to take take some time to figure it out. But the worst thing you could do is keep those those habits around and then lose the momentum and not have any hope in actually moving to the next level of your recovery. So um, I want to just encourage you guys, you know, we're talking about momentum. Make sure you listen to yesterday's episode. And then uh, in today's episode, main takeaway is do some inventory and evaluate. Is there anything that needs to be adjusted here that's currently part of your regular rhythms and routines? And if there is, adjust accordingly. If you're not sure what to do, then pray into it. Listen to the Holy Spirit. He will lead you and guide you. And, uh, and I know that you'll be glad you did. So that's everything for today, guys. As a reminder, our link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. I would love to see you there. In the meantime, have a great day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. 
I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.